Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 211, full of great music, as always. Got a couple interviews lined up that'll be coming up, but not on this particular episode. Be on the lookout for 212 and probably for a couple thereafter. Yep, it's all going to be us talking about songs, which is really what the majority of the episodes are. Right? <laughs> you know? But you're here, you're listening, I hope. I mean, I'm only listening to myself right now, but when it goes live, you'll know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. If anyone's listening when it goes out. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe this is all just a fruitless venture. (laughs) I think there's somebody listening. We hear the comments. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the music. Uh, Thanks for taking the time to check us out. SLC Punkcast 211. Let's get into some new stuff that is and has come out. Some stuff that has come out. We'll start back on May 1st. The Venturas came out with Your Weaker Self EP, 390 came out with Fight the Machine, played some tracks from that on the last episode, it's awesome. Uh, Rebelde on Rusty Knife Records, Discographia, I think that is a remaster re-release, so go check that out over on Rusty Knife Records. On May 3rd, Me The Guts put out Spilt Guts Over Rough Cuts. On the 3rd of, well... I'm going to say this, on May 3rd and then on today's date, on May, I think it's May 12th, depends on where you look on Bandcamp, but it, and on, I think it's Bandcamp and YouTube, two different release dates, but either way, you can find Raw Brigade, Brigade Now on both, Hardcore Latino EP, it's awesome, I've already heard all four tracks, I liked it, on the 5th, Mind's Eye, that's Mind's with a Z, Put out True Blue. It's on Irish Voodoo Records. Half Past Two put out a new single called Some Nights on the 5th. Also on the 5th, Fudge Wax put out Turtle. Manic Hispanic put out a new single called Holding Cell, which is awesome. Get out there and check out that single. Useless ID put out Most Useless Songs on the 7th. The Mighty Mighty Boss Stones put out When God Was Great. I actually have the digital version. Still haven't even heard one uh, the one track that came out that was like eight minutes long oh, yeah. that we played forever ago. I think we played it anyway. I saw the headline of one article that reviewed the album, and uh, I guess the tagline was, uh, "You know, one cannot cannot describe a perfect album, but I'm gonna try to with this one because it came pretty close." Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm paraphrasing as fuck here, but that's essentially what they said. So, in short. I believe it was New Noise Magazine, one of those reviewers, I'm not sure, but they said that it's a perfect album. So, we'll see about that. Boston's fans, you will be the judge of that. <laughs> Absolutely. I need to listen to it. It came out on Hellcat Records. It's called When God Was Great. I have the digital version. I just have been listening to other things and trying to keep up with other things, and it's one of those like, oh, I have it, I'll get to it. But right. I haven't got to it yet, so hopefully I get to it soon. Some stuff that I have heard... Uh, American Television, they put out Adolescence. It's an EP. I think there was five tracks on there. All covers of bands that influenced them. Also on the 7th, Vice Squad put out Vice of Spades EP. That is a busy band, always <laughs> putting out uh, new music. Great band there, Vice Squad. 
Block Parent put out Sick Year, bro, on the 7th. <laughs> HXTXD put out Cannibals EP. I heard a couple tracks off of that earlier today. It was pretty cool. Iron Sheik put out, or yeah, Iron Sheik. Is, or, yeah, that's how you say it, right? Iron Sheik? Cheek? Looks like Sheik. Sheik, okay. Yeah. All right. They put out Cat Gut. They're a cool band. Uh, I, I think they wrote on there. Throughout the whole pandemic, they wrote one song. Here it is. Something like that. I'm also paraphrasing. Uh, <laughs> the single's called Cat Gut. It came out on the 7th. A band called Paranoid, which I, I'm not sure which Asian language, but definitely an Asian language because I don't recognize the alphabet. Uh, but the band's from Sweden. Translates to Paranoid. They put out a new album called Cursed Good Stuff. Played them on... can't remember if it's on SLC Punkcast or over on Punkanoid Worldwide. But either way, played them before. They just came out with a new one called Cursed. The band Ides out of New Jersey played them before on the show. Put out a split with the band Sunrot. Three tracks from each band. It's an EP they put out on the 7th. On the 10th, Die Hipster Records put out a new compilation called Kids in the Hall, Volume 1. Over on Little Willie Records, Counter Person Walter. That is the name of the band. Uh, They uh, put out two tracks, Depressed American, and the other track is called Sparrows. On the 12th, Coming out soon, I think it was supposed to be an, a, maybe a release, but a single's come out from the band Clowns. They're on Fat Records. They're from Australia. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's the name of the single. Belvedere on the 14th will be putting out Hindsight is the Sixth Sense. Voodoo Glow Skulls is putting out Living the Apocalypse on the 14th. Lemon Law is putting out Chill Your Gills on the 14th. Melodia is putting out Sacred Fires EP on the 14th. Riaxi is putting out Isak Hari Kepunyan Kita. <laughs> and that's an EP, five tracks, good stuff. That's coming out on the 14th. I've heard uh, a handful of those tracks already. I like that one. Grinning Death's Head is the name of the band. They put out Cataclysm. It's an EP, or they're going to be on the 14th. Goodbye World is putting out At Death's Door on the 14th. Hello Rebellion is putting out a new single called Jürgen Kock, and that is coming out on the 14th. Gummio is putting out their final EP, and that's self-titled. It's going to be on the 15th. The Mistons, like the Pistons, but with an M, the Mistons are putting out World of Convenience on the 21st, and Susie Moon is putting out Call the Shots EP. That'll be out on Pirates Press. That's on the 21st. Long list. Eric, anything you have to add to the list? Well, the only thing I really have to add is, well, a couple of singles that came out, but I'm going to get into that from one drug church. Awesome. Yeah, they do have an EP slated to be released in uh, June called yep. Tawny. And, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Also, I saw the uh, Clown album, and that's something I've yet to check out. I'm going to see, uh, yeah, I still got to check out Useless ID. <laughs> There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that I need to listen to, and some <laughs> more stuff that I need to talk about. I realize that I've uh, uh, neglected playing a song from the Extinguish EP that came out, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, it's gonna be uh, a bit belated, but still within the confines of uh, thirty to sixty days. There you so go. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, really. Other than that, I'm trying to find my notes here. 
Okay, yeah, the <laughs> drug church was um was the only note I had on that. So, yeah, fuck it. Might as well talk about it. This is the new song. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get into some music. That is what you picked for this episode. They have, I think you can hear two of the tracks already of the four. Yes, that is true. You can listen to the title track, Tawny, which is the one that I chose. The other one, let me see if I can uh, pull it up here, because... I forget the fucking names. <laughs> well, while you do that, it, it, the EP is coming out on the 25th. They are a band from Albany, New York, if you're not familiar. And then that release is coming out on Pure Noise Records. Yeah, Pure Noise. I was putting out some good shit. Yep. Yeah, the other song is uh, Bliss Out. Both of them are really good. Drug Church are are a band that's uh, really, in, in a lot of ways, quite similar to the Bronx. One is that I absolutely love them. I love everything that they put out. It's fucking phenomenal. They have that same vibrant, uh, off-kiltered, and and just a jazzy kind of a, kind of a feel to their hardcore. The only difference is uh, the Bronx are a little bit more melodic. Drug Church is a little more raw. They get a little bit more grating sometimes, and it appeals more to hardcore kids, uh, whereas the Bronx appeals more to punk rockers, you know? But they appeal to both sides quite equally. And... Yeah, Drug Church, uh, they they just grasped my attention from the first time I saw them, which was, man, I don't even remember, like uh, four years ago, five years ago, something like that. They were opening up for Cruel Hand, which if you're familiar with Cruel Hand, it's a very, uh, just a blatantly pissed off terror expire ripoff band. <laughs> Still good, but... But yeah, definitely doesn't sound like a drug church. And when drug church was opening up for them, all the hardcore kids were just like, I don't know how to dance to this. <laughs> <laughs> just staring up at them, just bobbing their heads. Like, the, you could tell they were getting into it. They just didn't know how to react. Even the Cruel Hand singer was like, hey, what'd you think of drug church? Yeah, pretty unique shit, right? <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, the nail on the head. Uh, and that's cool. They've opened up for punk rock bands and they've opened up for... Hardcore bands, they played PRB, they played, uh, ah, what was the, ah, shit, I forgot the name of the, the name of the festival that's, uh, held yearly in, in, like, Orange County. Fuck. I'll get we back can to look that it up. One. I'll but, look it up. Yeah. But, yeah, the point is, they play to the hardcore crowd, they opened up, one of the times I saw them at PRB, opening up for Sick of It All, and he even pointed out, yeah, Lots of people are looking at us like, uh, why are we opening up for Sick of It All? Because we sound nothing like them. And I was like, well, one, I love the band. And also, they were a huge inspiration to us. You may not hear it in our music, but they were an inspiration because I saw hardcore bands, and they were just sitting there, had the scowl on their face, and just looking like they were pissed off. But I looked at Sick of It All, and Lou... He was just smiling the whole time. And that's what I wanted. I just wanted to be up on stage and not be pissed. I just wanted to get up on stage and have fun. <laughs> and you definitely hear that in their presentation. And they are continuing to do that in this Tawny EP. So here's the title track of Tawny. Tawny, let's do it. <laughs> Oh, 
Sound and Fury is the name of the festival I'm thinking of. Awesome. <laughs> That's the one they host out in, uh, out on the West Coast. Yeah, slur of uh, different uh, hardcore and metalcore bands out there. And Drug Church is one of them. And... And yeah, that's the one I feel is uh, accurate, an accurate representation of their sound. A lot, of, uh, a lot of weird little riffs, a lot of great melody, a lot of yelling vocals, and a lot of uh, just underbellied rawness in there. Uh, whereas, uh, yeah, Tawny's a good one. Uh, the second track, Bliss Out, is also a wonderful one. It's, uh, just, uh, yeah, it's just a repetitious riff with some... Uh, with their singer uh, kind of talk singing in between or over it. And it's just a, and yeah, it just kind of is that very meat and potatoes, hardcore song, but still got the drug church filter laced upon it. So I'm looking forward to uh, the other half of this EP coming out, but yep. Drug church so far, they have not disappointed me and I hope that they go the same way as the Bronx and continue to not disappoint me. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so Yes, I've said my piece on Drug Church, and I am excited for where they are going. Dustin, what have you got now? I'm going to play a couple new tracks. It's first of the first of two Chicago bands that I have for the episode. The next one we'll play later on, but the first one, Two Minute Minor. I love this band. They're mm -hmm. awesome. We're going to keep the hardcore train rolling. Uh, two Minute Minor is putting out a, a new album. It's called A Goon's Best Friend Till the Very End. And they always do so good. They put out you know, T-shirts and all kinds of stuff that go together with each release. And they do so many great releases. They did a couple different lockdown releases where they recorded uh, from where they were, but onto cell phones. And they put it all together. And they had, I think, two lockdown releases. And I think right now I've got five... Two minute minor t shirts, at least five. I might have six two minute minor t shirts plus a jacket. <laughs> and I've got another one on the way because I've pre ordered this and they had a shirt I didn't have. So I pre ordered it. My goal is to, for one full week, I'll be able to wear a different two minute minor shirt every single day. <laughs> <laughs> we all strive to be that way. Right? Uh, I love Two Minute Minor. They're awesome. I, I've been able to see them once up at Northeast Oi Fest in Connecticut. I got to see a Chicago band in Connecticut. It was awesome. And they are great live. They put out a lot of cool stuff. I really like their music. And if you're into hardcore, they do it the way that you should do hardcore. Uh, they're a goon's best friend till the very end. is coming out on June 4th. You can do pre-orders all the way up to May 25th. If you go to their social medias, you'll find your way there. They do have one song you can listen to right now, and I think there's seven or eight songs total. The track that we are going to listen to right now, which you can get if you want to pre-order the digital. I think they're doing pre-orders, and you can pre-order the digital album for a dollar. So you pay a dollar, get like eight tracks. Uh, and if you want to get on CD and on vinyl, 7-inch, you can get pre-order those. You might be able to... Get on cassette. I don't think this one was going to be on cassette, but they might end up releasing on cassette. They do cassettes for some other stuff, too. So, my side of the story, this is Two Minute Minor coming up off of their new release. That'll be out in about three weeks, so here we go. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Joey, come talk 
I can see why he wants seven shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, big fan of that band. Always doing stuff for causes too, like the uh, raising money, charity. Just great hardcore band, top to bottom. I love the band. Uh, get out there, check it out. Go get your pre-orders if that's what you want. I got mine. It's awesome. We're going to play some more new yeah. music. My favorite band from Norway, the Norwegians with Attitude, Hella Rebellion. Yeah. Uh, releasing another new single. I believe they're going to have an album coming out. They're from Alisund. I don't know if I said that right, but I'm guessing. In Norway. And the single I was talking about at the top of the show, their new single, Jürgen Kak, is coming out May 14th. That's this Friday. So be on the lookout for that single. Go to the social medias. Check out, uh, I'm not sure if there's going to be a video or not yet, but uh, be on the lookout for it, and you can get that single. We played the last single when it came out a couple months back, so happy to play another one because I love playing their band. Uh, fits right in with what we're doing so far as far as uh, music style goes. So let's play some Hello Rebellion, and the track is Jürgen Kock. Thank you. 
those guys fucking rip. Right? <laughs> Somewhere along the same vein as Drug Church and the Bronx, even. Yeah, a little bit. Only these guys, I feel, are a bit more uh, straightforward in their sound. The vocals, though, definitely reminded me of the Bronx. Right? Yeah, and also I love those... Uh, uh, those backing chants that are coming up mid-verse, pre-chorus sort of thing. I love that because in an otherwise very simple beat, very simple riff, it's the vocals that really carry that song for me. So that I really liked. It was awesome. Uh, I look forward to everything that Hello Rebellion and Two Minute Minor and Drug Church put out. What can we say? Playing three great ones right out the gate. Yeah. And we're going to keep playing some good ones. Uh, now that we're on the inside of the gate. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to do some older, lesser known. One thing I want to point out real quick, if you get on your social media, the only thing I use social media for, for the most part anyway, is following bands. And there are a ton of shows, everybody, all over the place. I know. I mean, the, the very little touring. Like, I see people popping up touring, like early tours, maybe September, but like October and so forth. People yeah. are going to be touring then. Bands are going to be touring then. But right now, the show's all over the place. Uh, looking at one right now, this one, uh, California. There's been a handful in California. There is one coming up this weekend. Is it no May 29th, a Memorial Weekend in Connecticut at Cherry Street Station? That's where I went and saw Northeast Oi Fest. Down with Rent, the Abductors, the Agonizers, Insurrector, Freezing Process, Land Piranha. Two of those bands we played on the show. Love the Abductors and the Agonizers. Great bands there. And just doing quick scroll through. Lots of good stuff. Matinee, uh, I saw that Violent Unrest, the Usurpers, are doing a house oh, show next month. Yeah, they and, are. Yeah, that yeah, with just uh, saw that. NARC, I believe. Yes. Good stuff yeah. there. Or and, no, that's a that's a different show. Hold on, I will I will confirm because I shared both of these shows on the uh on the SLC hardcore page. Excellent. Oh fuck. Well, this Saturday, the 15th, noon to 9 p.m. Uh, there is a show, it's got to be probably somewhere around New Jersey, I don't see where it is posting, but, mm. oh yeah, New Jersey music, because Rockstar, Racecar, we play them on the show, Loving Bands, Food, BYOB, uh, cool stuff there, a lot of stuff, people people are getting out, people want to hear some music, All so right, get I out did, there and do it. I did find the uh, show that is also on the 15th, uh, this is the one with the gag order, and G Degeneration XXX and Narc doing a record release party there. And that is a house show. If you uh, know a punk in Salt Lake City, you ask them. Right. <laughs> That's how you get there. Yeah. There is one other show. I will figure that out. Friday, June 25th, the Violent Unrest, the Usurpers, and Dysentery are playing. Same same thing. Find Find a punk. You'll get the directions. Yep, that's what I was looking at. All right, Violent Unrest, Usurpers, Dysentery. Yeah, Usurpers, you can't really find them on social media. <laughs> right? They ain't got shit. Absolutely. <laughs> you can find them on Bandcamp, though. So look at them on Bandcamp. Listen to them. They are fucking awesome. And they're fucking awesome people. And if you really want a vinyl, just message them, and they'll uh, send you the uh, send you the fixings to make your own. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they will. Uh, absolutely. So get out there. I know we usually talk about that a little bit later in the show, but uh, nonetheless, I just want to point out, shows are out and about. You might not get to see uh, you know, bands from other areas, but it's been so long since we've seen bands. It doesn't matter where they're from. Just get out and see if you're probably going to see some great bands wherever you are and whoever's going to be at the show. Yeah. 
especially within your uh, local community. Right. Now's uh now is the time to really lay down your respect for them. You know, right. not just uh, not just paying their respects because they're opening up for a bigger band that you really want to see. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now is the time. We know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and we're coming for you. And we're going to drag you to all the local shows. <laughs> and you're going to like it. <laughs> so get out there. Check them out. It's happening. Things are happening. Even this month, things are happening. I've been seeing shows, especially in California, and I know California, depending on where you are, not everywhere, but in some areas, go out and see shows. Eric, let's do some older, lesser known. What do you have? Well, I got a lesser known band. These guys aren't these guys aren't really old. They're they were born within the decade. So <laughs> but they're a band from Orlando, Florida. They are called Call In Dead. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that was what drove me to them. I saw them come up on my Instagram as like a, a sponsored ad. It was like, call in dead. Okay, these guys look punk as fuck. Went and listened to them. They are indeed punk as fuck. <laughs> they even covered Minor Threat. So, oh yeah, and they have a song. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie Airheads, then you there is a back and forth between uh, st- uh, between the Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi with the... Uh, I don't know, with one of the officers. It's like, let us let us in. We'll let you in if you ask, answer this question. We will win in a battle, Lemmy or God? Uh, Lemmy? Nah. Oh, well, God. Nah. Trick question. Lemmy is God. <laughs> and they have a song called Lemmy is God. That's awesome. So, yeah, they're very, they're very old school, hardcore, right down to the attitude, but also right down to the sound. You know, it just sounds like a 1980s... Uh, or early or late seventies, you think of bands like uh, the Middle Class. You think of even the Dead Boys. Uh, you also think, of course, you think of Black Flag or you think of Red Cross. All those guys just very straightforward, rudimentary basics of punk rock. That's what these guys are, and they do have a little, uh, a little bit of guitar twanginess, a little bit of soloing, and some nice melody rooted in. But then they have really weird. Short songs with those, uh, like if you listen to old school Minor Thread or even Black Flag, the guitarist just kind of goes off on these weird atonal solos that are just, uh, it's just kind of plain whatever. It doesn't fit within the melody or the riffage. It just comes out of nowhere and then it just stops. <laughs> they have some of that. So, so yeah, the EP, it's literally called the EP, <laughs> not self titled, <laughs> not. Demo EP is just the EP. It's fucking awesome. And it, yeah, yeah, it is fucking awesome. It's five songs of just pure fucking old school hardcore. And it was really hard to choose just one. It really was. But I'm uh, trying to think of a way to accurately describe their music. Some of them are really short songs. Some of them are longer songs. You know, two minutes longer. <laughs> and... And yeah, I decided to. I just decided it was kind of a, it was kind of a roulette. It was like, okay, wherever the ball lands, that's what I'm gonna play. And it landed on Gimme Vaughn, and yeah, Gimme Vaughn's got a bit of a skate punk vibe to it, a little bit of street punk, but it's still rooted in, uh, you know, the basis of hardcore as we used to know it. You know, you know what I mean. So here is Gimme Vaughn from Call In Dad. <laughs> okay, inflections mean everything. Call in debt. Call yes. in dad. 
That just sounds funny. It just sounds like the dad you call when you need him to babysit. Right. Anyway, yeah. Colin Dead, the EP. Here's Gimme Vaughn. Give it. Gimme Vaughn. Gimme Rick Vaughn? Yeah. He's pitching to Beck, not parking. He wants the riding. The vile thing. The grab your throat and choke thing. Blow it out your ass, largemouth. Goes out to get me. Social media tells me lies. Voices in my head. I've never gotten along. Your life. Erasing your image. Unethical hatred. Ruining your life. Looking for a message. to major league yeah (laughs) (laughs) got a yeah they got a lot of references i mean that's kind of that's kind of the humor in the whole thing anyway yeah call in dead they uh, if you find them on the streaming stuff like apple music and spotify it only has a couple of releases on there but if you look them up on Bandcamp, they got a lot more including the uh, lemmy is god song which is a good one to check out um nudging it a bit (laughs) but the ep in general if you listen to that you will be satisfied i i definitely was i can only speak for myself but if you are like me then maybe you will too i really don't know where i was going with that (laughs) it's just kind of a that's just a pipe dream phase Uh, but yes call in dead they are even a they even have a uh, live album and they are slating to be releasing that on uh, on physical media, I believe. And they're also planning on re-releasing some of their other stuff on physical as well. I could be mixing that up with another band, but I will double I will double check on that. Don't quote me just yet. <laughs> Either way, check out Colin Dead, because they fucking rule, man. <laughs> That's awesome. We're gonna play another older, lesser known. This one's definitely an older track, but before we do. I've been scrolling through 
the the old Instagram here as we're playing the show, just so I can announce some random shows out there. And so San Diego, California on June 12th, Pollution from Los Angeles, Nanny, N-A-N-I, Nanny, S-S from Fresno, Hong Kong, Fuck You from Tijuana, uh, looks like GLU from China, U.S., Mexico, and Self Sabotage from Los Angeles. All playing a secret show with free admission. Wear your mask. And if you want to know where the location is, ask a punk. Duh. <laughs> Don't you remember that's how you used to do it? Yep. Well, get out there. Do that. Uh, let's play some older, lesser known. This band right here might not be that lesser known. The band's Throwdown. I like Throwdown a lot. Came oh, across yeah. one of their albums recently, and it was an older album, and I hadn't heard it. I don't even know if I'd heard it before. But I really enjoyed it. The album is You Don't Have to Be Blood to Be Family. It's a great one. It came out January 30th of 2001. Many, many moons ago, everybody. Uh, They're a band from Orange County, California. If you are unfamiliar with the band Throwdown, I don't believe they're currently active as a band. Even on their Instagram, I think it said, uh, don't be mistaken, we're not trying to do shows. This is just a spot where people could share photos. I think their last... New stuff they put out was probably in 2014, though. I think last year in 2020, they released some covers that they had put together over the years. So don't get it twisted. You ain't going to see them anytime soon, as far as I can tell. But we are going to listen to a track off of You Don't Have to Be Blood to Be Family. And guess what? The track is called Family. So let's do it. Here's some Throwdown.
They're the reason why we refer to that style of hardcore moshing as throwdown. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to throw down tonight. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's one of the bands that set the, that really uh, harnessed the precedent of metalcore in the same vein as Hatebreed and Terror and, uh, excuse me, I'm skipping on another name, but you get what I mean. It's that style where it's like still holding on to the basics of old school hardcore, not really adding too many frills on it, and just like rolling fucking through. Right. Oh, come back, kid. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. 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 Although they went a bit more on the melodic side. But still to this day, you hear it as hardcore and you still call it hardcore. Not metalcore. Right. <laughs> as metalcore was uh, more closely associated with... Uh, the likes of Kill Switch Engage and uh, Converge for different reasons, but that's worth an entire episode of a podcast. Me talking <laughs> about the evolution of that, because God, is it weird? It's a weird fucking animal. <laughs> one day we'll have to get to that. Yes, one day we will. And uh, but I will continue to talk about that a little more with my great cover to cover album. But before I do, uh, I confirmed something. I promised I was going to confirm something about Colin Dead. Yes. They do have a live album, but it's not a live album. It's a live split EP with another band called 2AM Mature. Okay. <laughs> Get it? 2AM Mature. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, they split that up at seven tracks, four of which are theirs. And, and yeah, they had it recorded last April. April 20... Or not April. May. May 29th, 2020. And they've... And they finally, this year, were able to release it. And that is what they're releasing on vinyl. So, and that's about it. You know, nothing else is getting re-released or uh, reimagined or redone or anything <laughs> of that. <laughs> but this one is getting recalled and finally released. Awesome. So, yeah, check that shit out. And uh, to him, to a Immature, they're also pretty cool. A little bit more grimy. <laughs> But yeah, both those bands, listen to them. You can listen to both at the same time now. And if you like what you hear, uh, get one of them vinyls. You know, they still got to make money. <laughs> right. <sighs> anyway, so moving on from there, my cover to cover album, we're uh, still sticking on the uh, hardcore train. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be there. F we've been here for a while. <laughs> But we've been going through all the different styles. We went through Drug Church, you know, that sort of weird kind of jazzy stuff. Two Minute Minor and uh, uh, also Hella Rebellion and Call and Dead. Very straightforward, hardcore in their own senses. Throw down a little bit more metal tinge. And now we, this brings us to my favorite album, Vision of Disorder. And they're self-titled. Okay, not my favorite album, but definitely my favorite of this band because this was when they were still such a very raw, visceral, just slamming hardcore band while also just wearing some melodic frills on their sleeves. And I'm talking mainly in the vocals. You know, we talked. To, I talked about how uh, Drug Church had a weird off-kilter drum pattern. 
Well, Vision of Disorder, along with bands like Snapcase and also uh, Cave In, were pretty much the uh, the perpetrators of that style of metalcore. It was kind of the precursor to mathcore back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but stood out. What stood out the most about Vision of Disorder? Yeah, Vision. I cannot speak. Vision <laughs> of Disorder. Slow down, buddy. <laughs> Is. Is yeah, they are from the '90s. They started way back in uh, uh, what was it? I think, I think '90, as it is, I can't remember. But early '90s, we'll say that. And if you remember the early '90s, I don't, because I was, <laughs> I was You're still, born in the mid '90s. I was still learning how to fucking walk. <laughs> but I mean, I was bored the same year Kurt Cobain shot himself. So there you go. But. The music that came out of there, the music that was popular, you think of uh, the grunge movie, you think of Alice in Chains, you think of uh, Pearl Jam, and they had like a, a heavier heavier tonage, uh, more closely related to the Black Sabbath sound, but having like a, but having the melodic kind of, oh yeah, type of vocals on there. Vision of Disorder did the same thing, but mixing it in with their, with these hardcore bellows and these yells and just this and just the screaming that was really unmatched by anyone at that time. Like, if you listen to the vocals on this one, it's a stark contrast with everything, with the other the other side of what's going on. It's like, yeah, it's a mix between Alice in Chains and Snapcase. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's my best description of Vision of Disorder, and you will see what I mean when I start playing it. The first song I chose was the, the opening track to this. Most of the, most, for most people, this was the first track they heard. <laughs> A vision of disorder, and yeah, it comes right out of the gate. It with its uh, raw and visceral sound, and it just uh, hits you over the head like a baseball bat. It's like you don't know what that is, and you're kind of okay <laughs> with, <laughs> with it. It's like let's see where it goes. So here is element. It's you can hear the hardcore undertones on here, the uh, the drum patterns and the little breakdown parts, the metal parts. You can hear it all in this one. And it just sounds seamless. So here it is, Element. Get up! 
you that uh, false sense of security <laughs> in the beginning. It's like, oh, is this just another one of them grunge bands? And then, oh, shit, no, it's not. But yeah, you hear that yell. It's unmatched. I can't think of anyone else who sounds like that. Even when, uh, even when more metalcore bands were bringing that into the, were bringing that into the fold, no one sounded like Vision of Disorder. <laughs> Unfortunately, they didn't really sound like that the entire time. As uh, time went on, a few albums later, they started getting more of that melodic uh, alternative approach, and they got a bit softer as they went along. So yeah, bands tend to evolve, yeah. especially when they've been around a while. I looked up some information that you you were mentioning. Uh, they started in '92, and they were a band ah. until 2002, and then they had a break until '06. They were active that year, and then 2008 until present. So. You know, evolved, and I'm sure there's probably some different band members throughout that period as well. I'm not that oh, familiar yeah. with them. They're from Long Island, New York. That's about all the more I can tell you about. Them. Yep, part <laughs> of that, uh, part of that third wave of New York hardcore. Yeah, yeah, the Madball days, the H2O days, and now the Vision of Disorder days. Kind of weird. Yes, <laughs> kind of fucking weird. But, but yeah, they brought in a uh, a relatively new and interesting sound into the fold, and. And yeah, so you heard that song. You heard how it really sticks to a lot of dynamics in uh, in punk rock. The uh, you know those dent 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 type of type of beats and just right. those slamming hardcore rhythms on there. So it's got the it's got the basis down, but they're just planting so many seeds and growing so many trees and ferns and whatever just uh, coming out. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of. You just kind of forget that it is a hardcore band at its at its roots, but. Other tracks you can f- you can feel, you know, where did this even come from? Why is it still considered a hardcore band? <laughs> and the one that I, yeah, the one that I chose for uh, that I thought best represented that was uh, "Through My Eyes." It just stays pretty slow, pretty mid tempo, and and gets more and it is a lot more groove based, and it does add a bit more of those uh, repetitious vocals to get a lot of the chant alongs going. Get the crowd involved if it means climbing over each other, getting up on stage and jumping off, or getting close to the stage so you can grab the mic and get some vocal time. This was one of those. This is one of those guys. And yeah, through my eyes starts the same way. Starts a little bit soft, but it gets a. It starts pretty eerie, and then it just kind of builds on top of that until it slams into a into a raucous fucking. I don't know, level of insanity. <laughs> it's a ruckus in there. So yeah, this is a this is through my eyes. This is the first song I heard by Vision of Disorder and stuck with me to this day. I had to play it on this on this episode if I was going to talk about this band and this album. So, get it. <laughs> Yeah. 
of disorder so yeah like i said musically it doesn't sound as hardcore as you'd expect but the lyrics themselves you know through my eyes it's actually a song based on uh perception and the and you know the disagreement of it you know through my eyes says it in the title so a lot of the lyrics are talking about like you know the opening one i wish i could see the things you see wish i could feel the things you feel so yeah it's just trying to be more conscious and also conscientious before you start pointing fingers right yep smart way to be yep i mean and how many punk songs talk about that quite a few quite (laughs) a few so i mean that's that's the basis of its evolution you know right (laughs) taking in different perspective and different perceptions not doing what everyone else is doing 
And yeah, Vision of a Sorter definitely wasn't. Not in that time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as I can presume, certainly not in this time either. I don't really, I don't really follow them that much, so I have no idea what's uh, going on in their lives now. I mean, I had, I had no idea that they were broken up for a time. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. Yeah, and uh, like I said, if you're into uh, if you're into that harder stuff or if you're into that softer stuff, their entire discography is worth checking out. You'll find something that you like. They got a bit of a got a bit of a widespread. That's awesome. So yeah, VOD, Vision of Disorder. They are definitely disorderly. <laughs> <laughs> well, in lieu of uh, an album, I, I picked two tracks. There's been several bands reaching out, and I'm trying to get to stuff. I've been terrible with Punkanoi Worldwide. For the past probably two months, and hoping to get going uh, a little better on it again. So definitely behind on getting a lot of music played. So I'm taking this opportunity to get two bands on. First, I want to thank Chris of the Chris Rolling Squad for reaching out, sharing uh, the Chris Rolling Squad from the west side of France, La Roche sur Yon. Uh, in France, they just released their second album. April 15th of 2021, so just a few weeks ago, a little less than a month ago, and how we had the opportunity, got to check it out, it's awesome, they're a three-piece band, kind of a, a mixture of hard rock, punk, psychobilly, maybe this track will give you that feeling, if not, go listen to the rest, I haven't heard the previous release, but I have heard the tracks on the new album, Cannonball Holocaust, ah! What a cool name, huh? <laughs> I know what the reference is. <laughs> it's good stuff. It is, it's fast. I like the sound. They started this band in 2013. New album just came out about a month ago. Let's get into a track from Cannonball Holocaust. This track is called Revolution All Around. It is the Chris Rolling Squad.
the Chris Rowling Squad. What'd you think? Well, the hardcore train took a stop at a uh, psychobilly town, <laughs> right? <laughs> and yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun. You got that whole uh, groovy rockabilly uh, undertone on there, but yeah, definitely hear the hard rock going on and. In the midst of it all, right down to the guitar solo and everything. Right. But it was catchy as all fuck, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think the the wrestler stuff definitely fits that bill. Uh, if you like that sound, you should get out there and check out Cannonball Holocaust. It's a cool album. You can go over to the Bandcamp and, and check it out. I want to thank Chris again of the Chris Rolling Squad for sharing that. And yes, they are from France. Everybody, go check them out. Oh yeah. Uh, next up, we're going to play one more. We'll get into some not-so-punk and wrap up the show. But before we do, uh, this is a newer track. I mean, the, the album was released August 10th of 2020. The band is called Sweetie. And I want to thank Birdie for reaching out, pointing us in this direction. I think we might have mentioned when the album came out, but so much stuff comes out. We don't always get to all of it right away. So I'm glad they did because... I've been listening to the new album that came out August 10th of 2020 called Bad Thing, Sweet Thing. I do like the album artwork. I think it was, you know, for sure, Bad Thing, Sweet Thing, plus the band name being Sweetie. Go check it out. You'll get it. I think they did a great job there. As I alluded to earlier, first band from Chicago on the episode, Two Minute Minor. Well, this is the second band from Chicago. <laughs> it's Sweetie, and they are a duo I think they said, who needs a bass? Something like that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> call me out, why don't you? <laughs> we'll see if you like it. Uh, I think it turned out great. Uh, I think the, the album, what did it have? I've got it right here. Definitely over 10 tracks. Good stuff. Uh, 11 tracks. And the 11th track is cover, These Boots Are Made For Walking. Uh, I think they did a good job on that cover as well. But I don't want to play the cover. Went through, listen, we're going to play the second track, which is called Danny Boy. We'll get to that here in a second. Go check out the album artwork. If you go over to their band camp, they have several other releases and things to check out there. So go check out Sweetie there. Let's check out Sweetie here, though. Here is the track Danny Boy off of Bad Thing, Sweet Thing. Oh 
that was Sweetie. Thanks again, Birdie. Yeah. Yeah, Sweetie sounds pretty good. Right? Although, I will tell you, you do, in fact, need a bass. Because, <laughs> one, that riff is wonderful, and the vocal melodies are on point as fuck. Kind of really reminds me of the Coat Hangers. But speaking of the Coat Hangers, even though they, uh, you know, they roulette around in between positions, one time their drum their drummer starts playing guitar and vice versa, they still have a bassist. <laughs> no, but there is a reason behind it. As I'm hearing it, it's like the guitar is carrying the riff and, uh, okay, yes, as it should. But the thing is with the uh, undertone of the bass, it actually gives more power to it. You know, it, ex- it exclaims it a little bit more. And you never realize that until you lose the bass in a song like this. I should know, because I'm both a guitarist and a bassist. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my only critique on there. Everything else, fucking cool. I like it. it. I'm a big fan of the duo bands of the last few years. Every time we play one, you know, I remind myself again of how much I enjoy it. Slaves is always the first one I go to. Oh, yeah. And I, I think the the duos do a great job, man. That, that one, no exception. Yeah, a lot of good duos. Yeah, there are a lot of good duos out there. And the trick is, like, uh, if you're voiding yourself of a guitar or a bass or uh, even drums at some point, <laughs> you know, there's always something that you can do to uh, amplify those things a little bit more to where it's uh, to where you can uh, hide the fact, uh, hide the critique that I just did where it's like you don't even notice that they even need that. Right. You know, with this one, I, I, I'm still sticking to my guns on that. I noticed it, and I still think that a bass would give it a bit more of an oomph, you know? <laughs> but, but yeah, bands like Slaves, even they, they mix it up a bit. One time they're doing guitar, one time they're doing bass. But it's in the presentation that it makes sense. Right. You know? As long as it makes sense to you, then it works. But this one didn't quite make as much sense to me. But I really want to like these guys. And, I, okay, I do like these guys, <laughs> but I want to like them more. So, so yeah, if you end up listening to this, my my suggestion to you, find someone to play the bass. <laughs> and don't do bass tracks. That's just a cop-out. <laughs> Fuck. Well, there you go. There's Eric's critique. That was Sweetie. Go check out the rest of Bad Thing, Sweet Thing. And if you go to their band camp, you can listen to the other releases they have as well. I dig it. They're out of Chicago. Eric, let's wrap up the show. I think we've talked a lot about some punk music. Let's talk about some not-so-punk music. Yeah, how about some not-so-punk? How about we just go completely on the other side of the spectrum and talk about arena rock? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's uh, there's very few arena rock bands I will listen to. Arena metal, on the other hand, that's what I'm talking about. But <laughs> the song that I chose has literally nothing to do with those except for... I don't know, popularity, the fact that they, that this artist is incredibly famous, probably more famous for the fact, uh, for his death than anything else, but he's also the guy that wrote Big Papa. Right. <laughs> he's also the guy that wrote Hypnotize, and he's also the guy that wrote my favorite song of his second LP, You're Nobody Till Somebody Kills You. <laughs> this, is in pa- this is, in fact, Christopher Wallace also known as Biggie Smalls, also known as Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. 
if you were if you were picking up those references, you knew exactly who I was talking about. But yes, Biggie Smalls, he is one of those uh he is one of the pillars of gangster rap. He is one of the reasons that it is so popular and has been so popular from the 2000s on. Right. You know, he got the uh, when they first started doing the uh, best hip hop song or best rap song of the year, he got the second one in '97 with "Hypnotize," and then '96 it was "Cool as Ice." Oh, <laughs> that came back to bite everybody in the ass. <laughs> it just sucks. You hear that opening bass line, do 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 do. Everyone's expecting Queen, but then you hear the "Ice Ice Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> that one. Son of a bitch. Okay, I'm trailing off too much. So, here we go. You're nobody until somebody kills you. It's the last song you hear on Biggie Small's penultimate release, Life After Death. And, yeah, as it goes, um, you remember if you remember in the 90s, there was that whole fucking feud, that whole war, pretty much, East versus West Coast. And it was, uh, and it was exemplified in the 90s between the, uh, the rivalry between Tupac and and Biggie Smalls from Death Row Records to, uh, ah, shit, I forgot the East Coast one, Puff Daddy's record label, but he was the one who, uh, who got Biggie and, uh, was producing a lot of the tracks, he even, uh, guest emceed on quite a few of them, and, and yeah, Pac was shot down in Vegas, the, uh, the murder is unsolved, they don't know who, and they don't know why. And the same thing goes with Biggie Smalls. Uh, no less than a just under a year later, he was gunned down in '97, and that too. There, it's all just based on speculation at this point. They're drawing everything back to uh, Suge Knight, the uh, owner of Death Row Records, after uh, he uh, muscled out Dr. Dre <laughs> before, and he went on to find aftermath and find his fame and fortune amongst many other things. Right. That guy. And Suge Knight, he's uh, he's still just uh, he's still just an underdog. He's still <laughs> existing in the criminal world, pretty much. Still a gangster, but for better or for worse. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but they some people speculate it's correlated with that. It's a kind of the end result of that rivalry when both Pac and Biggie just killed it, and it's a. Uh, it what's it's what draws me to this song because it's the end cap on Life After Death, which is just a it's a compilation of so many songs, a lot of raps that Biggie had recorded but couldn't finish, a lot of uh, a lot of other people from uh, Bone Thugs to uh, uh, the one guy, <laughs> the one guy who was <laughs> called out for uh, being a uh, for. Having possession of child burn- pornography. <laughs> There's been a lot of those out there, unfortunately. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, but he's a he's more of an R&B artist. Okay. Oh, probably R. Kelly, huh? Yeah, it was R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly was R. Kelly was on there, and Lil Kim got her say in one song, which is pretty funny. But this one, "You're Nobody Till Somebody Kills You," um, allegedly is referencing to the death of Tupac, and after Tupac died, his yeah, and uh, his penultimate release, All Eyes on Me, uh, just shot through the charts and everybody was listening to it. Everybody knew who Tupac was. That's what the song title is. You're nobody until somebody kills you. You don't get famous until after you're dead. Your value goes through the roof. It's like you thought you were, uh, 
you thought you were valuable now, just wait till you kick the bucket. And the same thing can be said for Biggie. When he died, everybody knew about it. Everyone was digging in. Everyone was just trying to solve the mystery to both of their deaths. So I figured that that was the perfect end cap on the album that was released the year Biggie passed away. Was shot. I'm going to say right now. before, If you want to go true gangster mode, before he was capped. <laughs> <laughs> before he was smoked. Yeah. And that was... It just sends chills down my spine every time I think about it. Everyone knows him for like a you know ten crack commandments for hypnotize and for uh, uh, big papa. Yeah, big papa and juicy. Yep. <laughs> you know, and those are all good songs in and of themselves, and I love them. I haven't heard a song by Biggie that I'm disappointed with, but this one I think gets undercut a a lot. I think more people ought to listen to this along with the entirety of Life After Death. It's one of my favorite rap albums of all time. So, yeah, I've gone on about it a long fucking time. This is it. You're nobody till somebody kills you. Baby, baby. Baby, 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 baby. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. forever. Niggas in my faction don't like asking questions. Strictly gun testing, coke measuring, giving pleasure in the Benzito, hitting fannies. Spending chips at Manny's Hope you creeps got receipts My peeps get dirty like cleats Run up in your crib Wrap you in your polo sheets Six up in your wig piece Nigga deceased Why? May you rest in peace With my thicker more style More sicker than yours 4-4 four, four, and 54 drawers As my pilot Stares my lair Yes my dear Shit's official Only the feds I fear Here's a tissue Stop your blood clot crying the kids, the dog, everybody dying, no lying So don't you get suspicious I'm big, dangerous, you're just a little vicious As I leave my competition Respirator style Climb the ladder to success, escalator style Hold y'all, breath I told y'all Death controls y'all Big don't fold y'all uh, I spit phrases that'll thrill you You're nobody till somebody kills you You're nobody till somebody I don't wanna die, God tell Casino, I'm the hip hop version of Nicky Tarantino. Ask Nino, he know. Green with envy, the green tempts me to make the rich the enemy and take their cheese, take their spot, take their keys, make my faculty live happily ever after in laughter. Ha, never seen Cristal pour faster until the bastards knucklehead squeeze let. Three of my dead, nothing left to do but tear they ass to shreds, leave them in bloodshed. Incidents like this, I take trips 
Lay up in Miami with Tamika and Tammy Some Creole, see your bitches, I met on tour Push a peach, legend, cool, gold teeth galore Told me meet them in the future later They'll take me shopping, buy me lavender and fuchsia gators Introduce me to player haters and heavy waiters Rich bitch shit, drinking crystal till they piss the shit uh, Thorough bitches, adapt to any borough bitches Be in spots where there were no bitches, you feel me? Reminisce on dead friends too You know about it till somebody kills you Shell get hit, you ain't worth spit, just a memory. Remember he used to push the champagne range. Silly cat, or suede in the rain. Suede put the G in game. Had the Gucci frame before Dana Dane. Thought he ran with pain. I can't recall his name. You mean that kid that nearly lost half his brain over two bricks of cocaine? Getting his dick sucked by crackhead Lorraine. A fucking shame, Duke's a lame. What's his name? Dark skin Jermaine. See what I mean? B.I.G. Oh, yeah. Yeah, upon listening to that, you just uh, you just compare it to a lot of, uh, to a, a lot of basement hip-hop that's coming out. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some kids who have like a, <clears throat> who have a laptop and access to Pro Tools and uh, feel like they can uh, create beats. <clears throat> and some of them can. You know, you can create some very standard hip-hop beats. You can put a rap over it. But... You gotta give that beat some feeling to it. You gotta have it go in conjunction with your lyrics. And also, you gotta have a hook on there. You gotta have something that people can listen to, they can look forward to, and they can sing to. You can have a... It goes the same on any and all music, really. You just have something that you can latch on to, even if it is a repetitious chorus. And this chorus is repetitious, but, oh, man, you just feel it. You can uh-huh. feel the... You can just feel the anguish and the moroseness and the, <laughs> I just made up that word, <laughs> and just the sadness and the grievance behind that whole thing. And I never like to say that I want to listen to an album to get to the end of it, but as I'm listening to Life After Death, I am looking forward to the end of it for that reason, because it is just such a perfect, conclusive track to any record. And that's what makes a, that's what makes a good album. You have the proper bookends along with the, uh, a lot of shit in between that has its place. Not just filler, it has its place. It has a reason to be there. And 
That's how I feel about Life After Death. That's why I think it's the greatest Biggie album that was released. I think it tops Ready to Die. I said it. I don't care. <laughs> I still love Diet Coke more than Coca-Cola. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I could keep it. I could keep going on, but I'm going to leave it at that. If you're a if you're an old school hip hop gangster rap or a, even mafioso style rap, definitely listen to that or if uh, or if you have already, listen to it again. <laughs> That's all I got to say with uh, that one. Let's go to Dustin before Let's wrap I go up off the, the show. Rails. Let's wrap up the show. One track left. This is a kind of a rap metal band. I think that, you know, a lot of people call it new metal, but this is a newer band. They started, uh, I don't know, just a handful of years ago, not back in the you know, late 90s, early 2000s when new metal started and this is a different style in the sense of what they're singing about this is a very political rap metal band you don't i don't see too many of those yeah uh, not since uh rage against the machine became the right the paradigm to match <laughs> right and this is somewhere along those lines but not quite uh they are in quotations here pissed off and anti-statism so that's the politics that they're into, an anti-statism band, uh, you know, maybe somewhere in the libertarian range. I don't know. I like them. I came across this band watching a documentary about Thomas Sowell. And if you don't know Thomas Sowell, you should go look up Thomas Sowell. But Backwards is the name of the band. One of the singers, one of the two guys that sing in the band, I think it's just two, but one of them, he was on the documentary. That's how I came across the band. I was curious, like, huh, I like Thomas Sowell. This guy's talking about how Thomas Sowell influenced him. And if you're not familiar with Thomas Sowell, he has nothing to do with any bands out there at all. So go look up Thomas Sowell if you're curious. But uh, this guy, I thought, all right, I'm going to check out this band. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. Just came across him, I don't know, a couple months ago. Uh, I like a lot of their music. They've put out a handful of things. Nothing too recent, though. The album Veracity, it, it came out March 31st of 2017, so a little over four years ago. We're going to play a track on that album. It's called Self-Ownership. We're going to get into it. If you like it, go check out more of their music. This is Backwards, and that's all one word with the Z on the end, Backwards. From the willfully ignorant, the knowledge you won't get none. But don't get it twisted, I too was dumb and then some. Support a politician, sit back and then twiddle. His thumbs not understanding that you got your clothes and drop.
casually, not metaphorically. I like to speak informally with honesty, yet horribly. Y'all often like to appeal to all of the authority. I step ahead of y'all, that's the reason I bought my bro with me. Right up the promises of politicians, the rulers who are you are better. shit the truth <laughs> seriously they do have no desire to save you anything you think that is good coming to you from our current government is self-serving for them for some reason don't be fucking yeah. fooled or mistaken yeah i gotta say this is a pretty uh pretty even blend you have like the politicism and the activism of the lyrics behind rage against the machine the in- 
the intense uh, metallic presentation of a band like Body Count, right? And then you have it, uh, yeah. Then you have it contrasted with the uh, kind of like how I was describing Vision of Disorder, where it has the little melodic bouts thrown in. That that stuff reminded me of Lincoln Park. So, so yeah. I don't know how to call it like either rap metal or new metal. To me, it's just uh, two sides of the same coin. It's sort of like when you look at hardcore, what side leans more to punk as opposed to what side leads more to metal. Same can be said said for new metal. If it's more rap oriented, like Limp Bizkit, or more metal oriented, like Corn. Right. You know. But you know, it's still obviously it's still going on to this day. This one sounds more like a hardcore infused hip hop act, or right. vice versa. You know, hip hop infused hardcore, which has been done. You know, Rage Against, Rage Against the Machine did that to an extent. They have a lot of hardcore prowess in their in their musical presentation. Bands like uh, Razorblade Hand Grenade and uh, Turnstile, Straight from the Path a little bit. They just have more of that groove element uh, in there. Backtrack, those are also like a, a pillar of hip-hop-infused hardcore. Emphasizing more on the groove and a bit more of the, uh, the rap flow <clears throat> of the vocals where it sounds almost like hip-hop. Um, and even now, uh, new metals and punk is making a bit of a comeback, kind of a, uh, kind of in the vein of trap that's come out. Bands like guys like Scarlord, uh, City Morgue, Ghostmane, they all have that same, they all have that same thing where it's like mixing trap into metal okay. and hardcore. Kind of weird shit what they're doing, but I mean, new metal was weird as fuck when it came out in the '90s. So, <laughs> so yeah, maybe this is kind of like a new metal round two. There you go. We still new metal round two. We are still new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're a great band. Backwards. If you like self ownership, go check out the rest of Veracity or any of their other releases. Again, they came out about four years ago, March thirty first, twenty seventeen. Eric, let's wrap up the show. We've gone yeah. on long enough. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and SLCPunkCast.com. You can find the bands on Instagram, at Drug Church, at Two Minute Underscore Minor, at Hella Rebellion, at Call In Dead Official, at Throwdown Music, at Vision of Disorder, at The Chris Rolling Squad, at Sweetie Band, at Backwards Music, and that, again, is Backwards with a Z, at SLCPunkCast is the show. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me at home. or at work or at the bar one of those three things right or at practice but if you really just want to see what i'm up to i mean i'm on instagram but i don't post much (laughs) that's uh, at scary uncle underscore eric underscore slc if you want to listen to my band you can find us on instagram at anonymous underscore band official or on facebook at anonymous band slc or on bandcamp Preferably Bandcamp. <laughs> and that's anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. If you want to hear more of me, I am on another podcast network, uh, Circle Pit Radio, where I'm going to be doing, where I do the Wrecked podcast, and I am now doing Assault, the, uh, Assault City. Yeah, Assault City podcast. Awesome. And that's going to be a music review. And I'm basically working with uh, our leader, Dez, to. To make that our own thing, awesome. Uh, well, to make that my own thing, it's gonna it's gonna traverse into my own review podcast. So that's in the works. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. 
Cool. Working on it. <laughs> That's awesome. Check them out there. You can also find the bands on Facebook at Drug Church, at Two Minute Minor Hardcore. And in case you didn't know, it's the number two. At Hell Rebellion, at Colin Dead Official, at Throwdown OC, at Vision of Disorder, at The Chris Rolling Squad, at Sweetie Band Chicago, at Backwards Music. Again, that's backwards with a Z. And at SLC Punkcast. That's it. Eric, any final thoughts? Well, looking back in uh, hindsight of this uh, episode and its flow, yeah, we did have a lot of hardcore. We had a lot of different uh, bands that set certain precedents of hardcore. And then we had the the two little outliers, you know, being uh, Sweetie and uh, Chris Rolling Squad. Right. But then we kind of brought it back a little bit. We had the hip-hop song, you know, the rap song, and then we had the rap metal song. Right. So we're talking about how a lot of genres are infused in each other. Absolutely. <laughs> so kind of had that weird little flow. We just kind of had a... A break with those uh, with those couple of songs that you put in place of a, the cover to cover album. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so yeah, it all flows together, and maybe I'm just making the maybe I'm just finding a narrative where there ought, where there isn't one. Maybe I'm just looking too deep into it, but whatever. That's not the reason you listen to this. You listen to this for the music. You probably fast forward to all the commentary anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're still here listening, we appreciate you. Thank you for sticking around all the way to the end. And until the next time, play the fucking outro. Outro.